you know, it was really... I'm glad that I know how uh, scapegoats work in law, in like just in general. Because otherwise we would have had to shut down the podcast um, after that whole planters debacle. There are several pending lawsuits. It is a problem. Yeah, luckily... Luckily, Walter was able to take the fall for that, and we thank him for his sacrifice. Yeah, he is. But, um, um, he has three fathers, three polyamorous fathers who are all district court judges, which is really helpful. He he can tank a lot of heads. It really couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah, it couldn't happen to a better guy in Utah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but while he's at court, uh, we are recording the podcast. Hello, you are listening to Thirty Minute Worlds. Here on your podcasting channel of choice, um, I'm Belvin. I'm Zach, and I'm Dan. We all have names, uh, and I'm talking more than usual because Walter isn't here. So I'm That's filling true. space. Filling space. Acting None confident. Of us actually, are able to fill space. Uh, just, we're all. It's like uh, you ever seen the Dark Crystal? It's kind of like that, where there's one emperor that fills all the space, and that's Walter. And then, but now that he's dead. Uh, Belvin has uh, instead of naming a new emperor, he as chancellor just took took the throne. It's, well, this is untreaded ground for us. This is a Walter free episode, which you know might be good for our mental stability in the long run, but is is nonetheless scary and terrifying. It is. Uh, we're not even going to roll a die because Walter is the only one who likes dice because of his gambling addiction. This is how he you know, how he gets it out. Um, I'm the lore lad. I'm just saying it. I'm just declaring oh. it. It's just open and out to the Wait. world. I love it. Okay. And I'm proud. I'm the lore lad okay. and I am proud. And I need y'all's prompt words. Uh, the uh. prompt word is railway, Belvin. Railway. Right. Okay. Uh, my, prompt, my prompt is college. Railway, college. What what have y'all been doing in the three person devs? Do I have to have a word too? Typically, yeah. we let the lore lad have uh, have their own word, and then you can just kind of spin it, and we'll riff it off of you. Well, but sneaky fact, uh, the uh, uh, hair what was it called? Hair world. Yes. Um, that came to Walt in a dream. Uh, that is his citation. Well, that one only had two prompts, so I mean. If you're if we're working off of precedent, like 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 any good government should, the uh, third word is mole man. Okay, the greatest subway college <laughs> in the world. Mole man. Mole man singular or mole man plural? This is important. Mole man. Though <laughs> so that that can mean mole man. These are mutable. These okay. are all mutable words. So we have so, railway. We have school. I said college, but school's fine. College, college, and we have Mole Man. Yeah, this is a higher institution of learning. I think, well, because when I say school, every when I, every time I say school, I I do immediately think of like I don't know. It feels like some sort of like My Little Pony sort of thing, where or or it feels like an anime, right? Where everyone's in a high school or something. Well, yeah, because our lives are soul crushing, and the last time we had fun was in high school. Right, so I want to get to college where life becomes soul crushing, starts to become soul crushing. <laughs> that was when I had fun. I exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And we all went to high school together. That's a little bit of lore for, for y'all <laughs> listeners. <laughs> little little tidbit for you. Um, we all went yeah, to uh, a high school yeah. where we learned how to be wizards. Yeah, I'll cut that. I'll have to, I have to cut this out. So <laughs> <laughs> just just because of the agreement that we have, yeah, uh, from the wizarding world to the I don't know. Okay, why why is that always a trope, right? Why is that always the trope that the wizarding world is like this sort of like parallel existence? Is it is it just so that you could be like, ooh, maybe this is our world? Yeah, it's the same appeal as Toy Story. It's usually either to protect the magic or to protect the magic users. Like, yeah, I think it's the idea that it could be our world is just hidden. It's like Toy Story. Right. You watch Toy Story and you get really excited and you, you think, oh, my toy could love me. And then you go out and you burn your toy with a magnifying glass in the sun. Okay, Sid. So uh, I guess this, this college, this railway college for Molmen, has to be secret. You want to keep that trope? You're a mole man, huh. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it secret? Why is it secret? Because um, the humans can't know about the network of... Uh, Molman tunnels beneath the earth. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, Molman would be persecuted. Yeah, if the humans knew about these Molmen that could navigate, like, across borders, uh, dig deep for, for resources, um, and create infrastructure, like, they would be immediately enslaved. That's just how humans work. Yeah, they would be used uh, for the purposes of war and other such terrible exploitations. At the very least, they'd be drawn into human... Uh, shit so i mean why bother right yeah i mean look at human shit like read a newspaper it's awful stay out of it wait uh what you said newspaper what's what is that what's a newspaper uh you wouldn't want to read it even if you could okay. hope it doesn't have still images i only only read newspapers where the <laughs> images are moving like i only watch gifs <laughs> oh man that series black he's a real he's a he's a real uh I mean, he looks cute, but I guess he's a criminal or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's so an ass murderer, but that's all right. Uh, mole people are good. I, I kind of want, if, if we're talking about railways, what if this world is a lot larger than our own human Earth? Mm -hmm. And what if the uh, journeys that you would have to take on rail in these mole tunnels would take a really long time? So each journey doubles as like a college year or a college uh education huh yeah it's like a semester at sea like you're going from place to place so it's not just a college for railroad workers this is a college that is transported or is mobile rather in this regard yeah um huh so you would have geologists and biologists and engineers and People of culture, the liberal arts majors have their whole own cart separate from the rest of the rest of the train. And it just moves from place to place. Yeah. And, and what if I mean, we said I said that moment were secretive, but what if they're not? What if they like part of the reason they do their transportation plus education scheme is so they can like pop out at various places and interact with locals? Yeah, I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean, it could be that the, these mole people, the way that they make their living, basically, is they run these giant subterranean uh, trains. Oh, yeah, maybe well, the, the mole people are just natural scholars. 
Like basically in this world, if you want to get educated, you go to the mole people and you go on their their college tunnel, mm. college trains. Oh, so maybe so it's not necessarily because like the way that uh, a college year is broken up, you have like I guess you could have like quarters or semesters or something. So maybe like all the places that they're going, like there's just there's different people of like different years coming onto the train. I'm I'm guessing I guess I where I'm stuck is like where if they're going to all these different places for education, what I'm thinking of is like people who like travel Europe to go look at the architecture. That kind of like where mm-hmm. for moles that are like focus around digging, is there like giant underground structures or something? Well not giant, but like underground structures that they're going to like study as part of their education well, i think it's cool if it's not all moles getting educated just the mole people are running this enterprise the mole people are in control of the the college trains um and it's people of all different all different animal races yeah. because i guess that is the construction we've assumed when we had mole people um yeah i don't the know rabbit folk we, but the, the mice boys well, okay <laughs> I, you know, I guess Walter was right. <laughs> he, was right he was right about you and your animals. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to get that Redwall money. The work of one that consorts with beasts. Well, what would be the most incongruous animal to have at a mole school, right? A bird. Like, I guess birds. Birds, yeah. yeah birds. Herons and stuff like that. Oh, flight, flightless birds or not. Herons aren't flightless, but... It would actually be, it would suck to be on a train for, even if you could come up a lot, like it would suck to be on a train for years. If what you were if a, the a trains are huge though? Like imagine like the Titanic's width, like huh. that's how wide these, these trains are. We're saying trains, but it's just like a structure on a rail and these moles are great engineers. Right. So maybe it's just like these kind of gargantuan so like each car is kind of like a, a big hall with like lots of little offshoot rooms. Ah, mega structures, my old friend. <laughs> hey. Oh, you've come again. No, I, I kind of like that. It's got like sort of an immortal engines vibe, but good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't at me. Um, well, so I guess what something that they could do if they have this gigantic structure that his that has all these, um, I guess like shop classes would be in there too, like and and this this center of knowledge is like they could be going to different places they don't necessarily have to make the same circuit circuit every year right so they could be going to like other like ancient structures that have been falling into disrepair and like repairing them with all of the facilities that they have and like doing restorations and that kind of thing. Ah, uh, ancient structures, my old world building friend. No, I like that. I like that a lot. Because what if this place was well, not, originally not ancient structures? But no, no, that I makes mean, sense. This, this that, tool, yeah, it could have been an abandoned uh, structure. It could have been fixed by the universe, like the people who wanted to do this, like to found a university. Yeah, I mean, we could mm-hmm. add a little post-apocalyptic flavor in that if shit went down on the surface, the mole people would be the ones. Who would be surviving and thriving and, yeah. and keeping all of this knowledge alive? I like that a lot. Like the idea that that some group of learned mole people found this ancient. I I guess at this point it's not necessarily even a train. It it might be like a giant like like a drill like that it bores paths and maybe it lays tracks. 
Um, you, you, you know, that would make a lot more sense for why it takes like an entire year to get somewhere. Um, it, because a year would actually be pretty fucking fast, depending on where you're trying to get it to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because it, it, it new drilling. people can come and join the university because they, they're laying track behind them as they go ahead. So you can get back from where you were or you can get up to it, but it takes a long time to go forward. Um, but that would make sense as to why they're searching out these big structures, right? Because they're taking the quickest path to it that they can by boring new ones, basically. And they get to this these structures or like, well, I don't know if it's even necessarily just a structure, but just like a building or an old place of knowledge, like a library or a laboratory. And they restore it and they stock it with staff and they add it to this rail network and then they move on. Right. So if you're a student on this, you're not just learning, you're getting hands on experience and also hands on work on restoring the world. Yeah, that's neat. Oh, so was there maybe maybe there wasn't an event that um, that a spe- there, maybe there wasn't a specific event that like cast the world down or maybe there was. But like you don't necessarily need that for ancient like uh for like civilizations to have come and gone right Mm -hmm. and and for the current civilizations to have to be based around structures that are that are aging like the uh i mean like the Colosseum in in rome right like um yeah there's there's so many structures that are that uh were built around that are older than us that are like like we kind of forgot how to repair or like we don't care anymore maybe <laughs> i mean like like the leaning tower of pisa right like they could fix that anytime they want <laughs> but, well and i mean that's a consequent because basically what ends up happening is that there's nobody around who's willing to pay to maintain this stuff anymore or because nobody's willing to pay to maintain it nobody's willing to pay to protect it people start cannibalizing it for other stuff which is more or less what happened to the coliseum and all the aqueducts uh then you have stuff like the pyramids where just nobody's really sure what what the fuck is going on with that? Because uh, I mean, like we were closer to Cleopatra than she was to the people that built the pyramids. It, it's just so fucking old. Yeah, yeah um, at least I, they wrote down. Right. It doesn't have to be like one event. There, there doesn't have to have been like nuclear war or something. Um, right. But I, I do like the idea of like things having gotten bad on the surface, like them losing a lot of culture and heritage and knowledge, um, mm-hmm. and things starting to be re- rehabilitated. By the scholarly practice of the mole people. Because, well, they wouldn't really be making that much money from this, right? Like, No, it's a scholarly well, pursuit. Yeah. Imagine whenever money that gets made is being put back into the university. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the aim of this right. is the acquisition of wealth. Because, I mean, they're mole people. Like, they can get precious metals and stuff. Like, it's, I don't think that's really an that's issue true. for them back in the mole cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they need if they need food, if they need to buy like farmland or something uh, to make food or something, they can just dig down and find a gold vein and just bleed it dry and have enough and just make sure they nobody knows that they did that and then just slowly leak the gold back up to the surface <laughs> over like <laughs> well, decades. Right. And if all the fields like botany and, and like all the sciences, all the like craftsmanship of like creating weapons and structures and stuff. If all of that has been decaying up above, mm-hmm. then they would just be in a really privileged position. Yeah. Or, 
Yeah, and, and and like I don't I don't really think we need to flesh out like where they come from, but it could be something like they're just given like they have a patron of some kind, like a noble that wants to further like knowledge just for even humanitarian reasons. Elder Starnos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're really doubling down on that red bull. That's fine. That, that's I see him. I see him though. Oh, he looks amazing. He's the headmaster. He's blind, of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> what kind? I think it would. So, I want to talk about what kinds of places they're going to and restoring. But I think if we're going to do that, it would be helpful to establish a rough tech level for when society sort of didn't collapse, but died like the slow death. Was it like around where we are? Was it the industrial revolution? Was it the early modern period? Like, what are we working with? It's a great question. Um, part of me wants to set up sort of a magic system where mm -hmm. the, these, these places were kind of sustained by, these, by magic technologies. Um, so like magic tech. Oh, okay, because like that could be like... Um, like ley lines and stuff like that. Right. And maybe there was a point where uh, wizards were persecuted or there's a wizard's war or something that led to a lot of them dying out, which led to the decay, the malaise, the inability to actually make new stuff or really maintain existing structures. Okay. That, I mean, that's flavorful. It fits into what we're doing here. So, so you would, you probably would have things like, um, you probably have things to like Roman era of tech and, and, and all of that stuff stretching back. But then you would have like, I mean, of course you'd find like wizards towers, right. It to be as uh fantasy about it as possible. And you'd probably have like a sort of Dalaran kind of thing, like a floating uh, city of uh, oh, mages. <laughs> Dalaran. Yeah. Yeah. Dalaran that it's just sort of crashed into the ground now. Yeah, I, I think there would be wreckage of of mage kingdoms yeah. gone by, mm -hmm. or maybe they flew it off somewhere when there was when there was very few people left, and no one knows what happened to it. And like the the um the moles are like that's one of the things that the moles kind of want to find. Yeah, well, maybe or maybe the moles kind of had developed their own tech and their own society away from the magic, and, that, and that's part of why not just being underground, mm -hmm. but not being dependent on magic that, that they're doing right. just fine when things collapse in the wizard world. And that's why they can be at the forefront of the movement to restore things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Cause when I imagine this, the, um, the college, I guess is what we're calling it. When I, when I imagine the college, uh, going around, it's, it's like, it's like steam boy, like it is buzzing and popping and like, and chugging along. Like yes. it's it there's there's no magic going on at all. It's all mechanics. Maybe steam. I guess steam's fun, but like <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to go out there and say steampunk and slap gears on it. <laughs> so the steam engines seem like it's cool. It it makes sense. Yeah, and there could be some interesting tension where they have some young mages on board. Like that's one of the lines of study that they're helping resuscitate. Mm -hmm. But there's just lots of deep seated skepticism among the mole people. About the safety of magic and the necessity of magic, dangers of magic. I imagine they'd have an aversion to mages being in any sort of like position of political power or like even leadership to a degree. Yeah, well, there would be magic teachers, I bet, who, and those would be interesting figures because those would be people who like survived 
the Wizard Wars, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Like maybe they they uh, kept their heads down, or they were rebels, or they maybe a few of them like fled underground for for safety. So yeah, they kind of like they took refuge with the mole people. Yeah, and they're kind of like the outcasts of uh, Tunnel Academy. And I'm assuming, I'm sure that there's there's a, a bunch of little outcroppings of mages or like individuals that were like hedge hedge witches out in the middle of nowhere or like basically like a a monastery that just never got involved in anything it like comes out at the other side of the wizard war like what the what happened i can also see the magic energies like just ley lines and stuff being altered by all the huh. the wizard wars so maybe their magic's waning they have to find new ways of of practicing it or getting their power yeah, shit. Yeah. It could be that those wizards that do, maybe there is a disdain for the sort of technology from them as well, but they've recognized that, especially for restoring the ley lines and for the potential of integrating magic with engineering and technology, throwing in with this academic endeavor is basically the best chance they've got to ever make magic be relevant again, because it's just dying. Right. Can all mm. of the surface people be bird people? I mean... <laughs> Not all of them, right? Like, but what if all have, of them are I, bird people? I don't think they should oh, all man. be bird people, but I do think there should be a flying city of bird people that has a, a rival institution of uh, higher learning. Well, we can think about an entire planet, right? Or an entire world. Uh, if we're talking about this much technology, I think planet's a good way to go. But uh, not like weird, plain nonsense, but uh, just a just a big old planet. Um, that the nation that uh, sort of like the moles are based out of, like, or where they got their start, I guess, um, they, those are bird people in that nation, like, uh, but there's other nations that are, like, uh, represented, almost representations of other animals. Well, like, what are the nations? What are the nations? So there, there's there's the, the bird nations of the sky, um, and maybe there's some... There's some bird wizards that have the closest thing to a rival university. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, there could be like a great swamp region that's reptiles and amphibians. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. A, fro a frog town. Yes. No, no, frogs oh, can't no. use magic. <laughs> uh, definitely frogs and crocodiles. And that's it. <laughs> they practice dark magic. They're called war crocs. Oh my god. Oh, all of them have scars and shit. <laughs> they got the magic war, tattoos. The war crocs of the swamp. So, are humans in this at all? Or, because the one way I could see them that we, we could do if we wanted to do it flavorful is that they are, because this is basically like a post-apocalyptic, or post-apocalypse. There's a term for the trope, but like, it, the apocalypse is not actively happening in any way. Like, right. it was a slow one and it's done. But it could be that that itself was not the first time something like this has happened. Like, what if humans did control the world way, way before animal people? And it's their influence from, like, their magical experiments that have led animals to gain sentience and to evolve faster, yeah, basically. Maybe, maybe that's the history. A lot of the history that's being studied is not just the development and wane of the animal kingdoms, that uh, too much magic, wizard wars, etc. But when you go way back... They were magicians who had familiars, and they, they did more and more with these familiars. 
Yes, yes. And that's where all the, these races of animal people, that how they're justified that wizards did. <laughs> wizards! <laughs> Absolutely no Ooh. sense of right and wrong. Good, we created the ultimate a wizard did it world. <laughs> well, the, the, um, it, it would be really weird to start probing through these more and more ancient histories and like you start to find like what are these skinless apes like we they don't exist anymore we've never seen them yeah why is like, this image just like such a small mole is this a baby mole why is he in the cage a baby mole. he's so skinny it's so bizarre they find like they finally find like a fully intact human skeleton and the anatomy department is just what like what what is this? We've we've never seen like it's sort of an ape, but it's definitely not an ape. <laughs> oh my god! You know how um you know how the way that uh, archaeologists look at dinosaurs uh, <laughs> yeah how, they like it's kind of makeup features. <laughs> and only recently realized they had feathers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and like there's a there's a tendency to like shrink wrap the the skeleton in in like flesh. Mm-hmm. So like you could take like like if they took uh, an elephant skeleton. It would be like this skinny, like gross, like creature. When in reality, elephants are like humongous and like full of fat. So, like you'd have like um, humans that were like shrink wrapped with skin. Is how they would try to figure out the anatomy, but Ooh. it doesn't match up with like as as they go further and further back and actually find like art, they realize that's not true or something. Yeah, what if one of the cars? I guess we're calling them cars. It you need the right sure. name for like these these individual college shoots. College well, colleges rails. have schools, right? Yeah. So one of the schools is an archaeology school, and they have like all these models set up of what they thought like ancient humans, ancient animals looked like. Yeah. There's like a little diorama of like a shopping center or something like that. It's just like, and this is where they did their blood sacrifices. <laughs> Okay, so we've established the history department, the archaeology department. It'd be fun to just go through like some different majors and like figure out what their cars look like. Well, the biggest major of the school, I guess, would be well, the most prestigious one would be like conductor or something, right? <laughs> the people that, like, that maintain and like drive the actual university. Right. Con- conductor, actually, no, conductor is an elected position. <laughs> it's not. So that's basically like going into politics. Um, uh, so, but like the, the most like difficult uh, major would be like the engineering major, essentially. Uh, but what would they call it? I think you do something like generically like archaeotechnology or something like that. Like archaeotechnology. Because what if it's like a they collaborate very closely with the archaeology department because they're trying to recover a lot of ancient technology? Yeah, right. And you don't want to build you don't want to like build a drill that's going to just um, demolish like an entire like buried civilization (laughs) before you get there. Like you don't want to you don't want to have your engineers not care about archaeology when you've got your archaeological device is engineered, right? Right, and I think a lot of the work of the engineers is going to be, like, going to different city-states and, uh, like, basically completely revamping the systems they had. Like, what if there is a city 
um, let's say it belongs to the Salamander people. And it used to be that they had this shuttle that was powered by magic that went around the city. Mm. Mm -hmm. And basically, it has to be replaced with an actual shuttle system, with like a mechanical shuttle system. So a lot of the process mm -hmm. is taking like infrastructure that was magic-based and replacing it with uh, steampunk. So you'd have um, like a retrofitting, like an entire major just based around retrofitting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the away teams, basically, that, from the university. Yeah. I mean, that would be, you'd need to do that everywhere. You would need to, because, like, you imagine you find, like, uh, Magic City, like, any kinds of transportation, you'd have to, like, they have this stupid-ass gigantic elevator that's the only way to get into the city, <laughs> and it, 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 like, the ley lines don't exist there anymore. Like, it doesn't work. Like, you've got to just, I don't know, throw some gears on it. Just uh, fix it. And what if there's also like, um, there could be a major equivalent that is something like a mix between communications, political science, and like civic, like city planning. Like what they do is they go out and they are like the first contact. They establish, we're not here to fight you. We're not interested in that. We don't want to take your stuff. And they're like, we're going to show you like, here's what our engineering people are going to do to fix up your more advanced stuff. But we're going to show you how to like maintain a sewage sewer system or build roads that don't just fall apart in a decade uh right. how to grow crops sustainably stuff like that yeah and if if the listeners at home are wondering why these aren't just jobs like why these people are being like educated to do this and then go off and doing this like full time um it's sort of maybe the agenda of the mole people to be like educating 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 in all things because so much has been lost to the the wizard wars yeah the goal is like sustainability here mm -hmm. like they don't, they don't want to just fix their problems and then go away they want to teach them to like that it won't all just go to shit when they leave too yeah and um they don't really want people to be motivated by economics by like doing this kind of work for pay so it's like mm -hmm. it's just an extreme education model uh everywhere yeah, because I mean, I you could you could frame it almost like they saw that it was basically greed uh, that led the wizards to fight one another and and muck everything up in the first place. Right. And the mole people so, are, as we all know, communists. So they've got to have a whole school, like a whole car that's for like politics and and diplomats and like a people like like their diplomats have to know a lot of languages because they need to be able to talk to all of the people of the world. Right, they have to know what it means when a salamander person sticks out his tongue. They have mm -hmm. to know what it means when a, a frog person uh, jumps in the middle of talking. Or, it's or all that when... Deeply yeah. nuanced. It's like when a crocodile grabs you and rolls, it's just trying to make friends. <laughs> um, it's like a linguistic anthropologist. Uh. And I like the idea, too, yeah. that, like, because as they're traveling, like, they're going to have people join them, too. Like, like right. some salamanders that are going to be like, okay, well, we want to throw in with you guys, and we know a bit about what is in that direction. Because, um, like, by helping out the local communities that they go to, they also get leads on ruins they can investigate and other communities that could use their help. Right, and sometimes they recruit actual new teachers. Yeah. Hmm. I, I imagine it would it would start as basically all molemen and then a couple of maybe like the bird people that this started in um, who are more magic users. But I imagine it would end up being quite uh, diverse. There probably is um, 
a whole school, like a whole car for like, or they're probably, I don't know, maybe there probably isn't cause they wouldn't have a whole car for magic. There would, there would, there's gotta be a place for like the overflow. Like they have to have a place to hold magic classes because it's the knowledge that like it's knowledge and they, they still want to spread it. Well, but maybe like, they, they only really study magic to. academically. And if you want to actually learn magic, which they don't much approve of, mm. You have to go to uh, Bird's mm-hmm. Bird School, right? It's like the, the main sky. library car. Like every every individual college has their own library. Oh, there is a giant library car. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You have to have that. And maybe the library car like docks with a lot of the other cars sometimes. So and there needs to be like intense study. It, maybe that's like part of the school year is that the the library car docks with your car and you just. That would be month. really nice if the um uh they would they would probably kids would complain kids well everybody would complain if the uh if all of the exams happened at the same time for all the colleges because the people in the back uh are like four in four or five entire cars away from the library <laughs> it's like what the fuck come on guys <laughs> like and it's crowded yeah. So they'd have like they'd have like staggered exams and yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Hmm. I is it is it weird that I want to study on this uh on this college train? No, no this is perfect. this is lit in in terrible fucked up by Wizards World. This is cool as hell. Oh yeah, I guess what's like what's the worst shit they'd have to deal with? Do, uh, well, going through. Well, I would think that this. some areas would just be like really magically corrupted. When like great w- mm-hmm. wizards clashed, it, it mm-hmm. just hangs in the air. Like maybe like some of the air is just like electrified, and it's like really dangerous to go into. Um, There's like magical anomalies and shit that are hostile to anything that enters. Maybe them. that's like that's the last year everyone goes through is figuring out. Like everyone gets on like one car that is meant to go into these magic damaged areas. Near. And you've got to like you've got to like stay grounded, otherwise like the magic in the air will like soak into your veins or something. Yeah, everyone has equipment. There's like all kinds of different ways of dealing with magic. The idea being that like these magic anomalies can be anywhere, and they're like pockets of them all around. So yeah. you, you really have to get a good education in dealing with magic anomalies. It, it, I imagine that is probably one of the most dangerous things that they have to do in general. I mean, like otherwise, me a stalker. Uh, it is it is very stalkerish the anomalies yeah and i mean there would always probably be some people that are after like because there's a lot of technology and knowledge and such on the train so maybe there is like a like a thieves guild writ large or something like that that's trying to get information from them that from the old world and then there's you know a handful of conspiring wizards that would like to loot the magical tomes from said train Yes. You know what's funny actually is so you've got like a thieves guild that uh like what if there's a thieves guild that want to steal the knowledge and sell it and instead they just they just incorporate this band of thieves into the train. <laughs> yeah, that's always the MO whenever someone like comes in and attacks a train or something. They try to like get them to teach a class and <laughs> it's like give it give us give us all you've got. It's like, well, we this, this knowledge is going to take a long time for you to understand. You can, I mean, it, the enrollment is free if you're willing to, if you're just willing to, you know, help us out in the area. Yeah, it's also like, oh, you snuck into this car without anyone noticing? You got past this system? Wow, can you teach us how to do that? 
Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let me get my pen and paper. I'm gonna write this uh, down. Yeah, because like you, you, some areas that they go to, like some nations probably don't want anything to fucking deal with them. Like they, they're just like, especially like you go into a, like some sort of fascist, uh, fascist government that really doesn't want any of they want to control the information so if they're all about like spreading information and and uh you know peace love and harmony uh for all the people on earth or whatever this planet's called then not earth that is going to get them attacked not earth clearly not earth unless (laughs) (laughs) they blew it all up well i would think a state like that would want to take the the resources they have and take just the train itself and use it as a weapon basically Ooh, it'd be interesting if so far uh malevolent forces had, had managed to hijack one of the trains and so there, there's one bo- train boring around down there that you really have to watch out for because uh oh yeah it's like separatist wizards and warlock crocs trying to oh i like that like maybe like oh. some of the mole crew on that one went rogue for some reason or they were corrupted by said conniving wizards. Mm-hmm. So as a student, you know that out there there's always potential for being docked by by this rogue train. Oh, that's terrible. Like you you hear you like there's just a a normal everyday occurrence of like the of just the earth settling around you and it like makes it makes some noises and you realize that's not what that is it's actually uh that's actually vibrating and, and like the rails are vibrating because <laughs> you're being bared down upon <laughs> by like a bunch of like and it's like it's a terrifying tr- a train right it's a terrifying train car because all the all the sort of retrofitting that the moles try to do to get uh to get places, old places working without magic, these uh, wizards are doing the opposite. They're like, they're like taking that technology and they're like using magic to make it work. So, like a combustion engine that uses magic would probably be incredibly dangerous. Yeah, and I imagine uh, the whole that that whole train car is just full of magical energy. They're just gorging on it. So that don't even really want to fight them because if you if you like I don't know blow them up or something, then the uh like your way your way back or your way forward is going to be completely corrupted. Right, it's almost like they they are a walking magic bomb. So that's why it hasn't been dealt with yet, really. It's exactly the kind of thing that the wizards were doing that caused everything to go to shit in the first place. Mm Hmm. God. Well, we uh, we've we've gone over thirty minutes, like we always do. If um, if True Cuts is the most anime of our settings, this is the one I think that is the most like a children's cartoon or something like that. <laughs> like one of those ones from like the nineties, like the late eighties. They got a bunch of crap past the radar. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do imagine this is just Steam Boy with animals. Is is the sort of art style that I'm that I'm been picturing in my mind. Well, when you have like a special academy, that's always going to be that good youth fiction, right? 
the the youth love to go to school. The youth and love the adults school. hate it. They love and school. they love and they love <laughs> broccoli and it's it's delicious and it's good for you. <laughs> the so kids are in their schools and they're reading Redwall and they're like, man, if only. <laughs> <laughs> only this for my life <laughs> if only i was a cool mouse with a sword <laughs> <laughs> they're reading the the moles go like herm 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 hello hello hi here and they're like oh <laughs> they should be the center of a setting <laughs> <laughs> wait wait could you could you say that again because that uh well the only thing I ever, the only thing I want that we don't have are like better names for things. Right. Well, names are names yeah. are hard. Name, names, names are hard, hard on the fly. I like I like to think on my names. But it, 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 this is the other thing though. It's like you like to have better names for things, but really, if there's not that many colleges, then you can just kind of call something the college, right? Yes. Like the the two oldest. Or I guess the oldest cemetery in uh, in the United States is in Massachusetts, and I'm pretty sure it was just called like Old Cemetery. Like that's <laughs> what it was called. It was it wasn't exactly that. It was like Old Bury Old Burial Point or uh, Old Burial Place. It's like okay, cool. That's a good name. All the kids are making out of the Old Burial Point. <laughs> hey, hey, get out of there! Get off! Get off of the first dead person in, in uh, the first dead white person in Massachusetts. Grade. <laughs> like get Queen off Mary's college. <laughs> get just, off. Just attribute it to a person. Well, the setting uh, name is it's it's my train academia is the name of the setting. It's fine. My train, <laughs> my train academia. God damn it. Uh, my mole academic. <laughs> <laughs> my little well, mole can't be this academic. Well, folks, uh, that's our show. I guess. I guess we did it. Uh, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every other Wednesday. Actually, every Wednesday. Oh man, this is old. I, what has Walter been reading? We're all we're all coming apart at the seams. I'm sorry. Um, and if you're feeling really saucy, you can go ahead and write us a five-star review uh, and share us with all your world-building friends. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. And you can tweet at us at LoreLads uh, or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening and happy world-building.